0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to welcome to our new show. Well, kind of. Not really. I mean, it's it's the same old stuff we've done. But this is this is now episode number one of Force Chatter. We're number one. (laughs) And he's using the right finger when he holds it. That's true. This is a family friendly Uh, show so far. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, you know, we have shut down um, Echo Base and, and Outer Rim. Uh, we're still been doing the same things that we've done on those shows in the past, just doing them now under the Force Chatter brand name. Outside, it still feels um, like we're in our Echo Base. It does feel chilly out there. A little chillier in, in Tim's part of the base than my part, but...
1: Yeah, my, my heat broke down
2: out here, so... Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Our heat didn't break
2: down, Bummer. but we're getting snow tomorrow. they probably less than you're getting. I have to drive like an hour away in it, though, to go get dental surgery, so that's fun. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, you're getting that done finally. Yeah. The That's good news good. is I will That's be good. completely happy for an hour on the way home because I'll have no clue what's going on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, hopefully you, someone else is driving. Yeah, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, would... Also, you
0: do know the Rebel Alliance doesn't pay for dental procedures, yeah, right? No. I mean, yeah, we're on a budget here. We use wampas. Yeah, they just it. kind of take a swipe at it and knock
2: the tooth right out. It's all good.
1: <laughs> this is no. why the Empire is so much better
2: um
0: full (laughs) comprehensive healthcare, comprehensive dental plan yeah exactly (laughs) exactly yeah yeah uh well let's get right into some news um so we had some casting now this isn't really official news yet right this is just rumored at this point still but
2: it's been rumored for a long time and now we have Mm. a media outlet who is saying okay we have confirmed with our sources that the contract has been signed
0: Okay, good. So what we're talking about is is Lars um being the, the on-screen version of Thrawn we've been waiting for forever. <laughs> uh, so this is good news. I mean, he has voiced Thrawn in, um, in Rebels. Uh-huh. Um, his family's got pretty strong ties to Star Wars, too. So his, his older brother, older by a whole year, exactly, um, played Galen or so in Rogue One. Uh, what do you guys think about this news? I, I was thinking I mean, I'd get more I mean, smiles Tim. out of this guy over here. Yeah, I he's, mean, he's not even. him first. I mean, Tim. I mean, you, you're, you're you're the Thrawn guy. You know, self proclaimed Thrawn guy. <laughs> <laughs> because we all like Thrawn, but you just seem to talk louder than the rest. He's of been them. the one obsessed uh, <laughs> with about. We need a
2: whole Thrawn trilogy of films, and they're coming next week.
0: <laughs> they are. Yeah. Did he recall the Thrawn
1: verse? My, m- My sources <laughs> confirm that. Um, no, well, I, you know, I mean, I, I like Lars Mickelson. Um, I think he's good. I think he's a good choice. Obviously, the voice thing works. Um, and, and I think the, the physical appearance uh works just fine too. Um I also appreciate the fact that this confirms, if this news is in fact good, that this confirms that we are going to get a live action thrawn, mm. which means we're going to get story, hopefully a continuation from where we left off um after Rebels. Uh, or, or at least some point after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, which, we, we which, know which that. Which was where?
0: I mean, bring us to the speed for those who don't know or may not have remembered where we left off with Thrawn.
1: Uh, well, he and Ezra uh, were aboard the Chimera and they. And then Cthulhu into... came in
2: with yes, all the tentacles. The
1: space whale. Yes, the Cthulhu space whale came in uh, who opens up wormhole kind of hyperspace things and, thoom gone. Yeah. You know, I, I, I did that wrong. Place. I, I
0: should have went to Tom for the explanation of where we left off. Because Tom Tom is the keeper of all the knowledge. You, Tim is yeah. just... The you know, keeper yeah, of all the yeah. hyperbole. I mean,
3: look. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to, be, to be specific, Jai Kel, uh, who was Ezra's uh, friend and cohort at the Imperial Academy on Lothal, uh, f- signaled the Pergil on Frequency Zero, which is this... Uh, <laughs> Frequency that they communicate Tom, on. Tom, you forgot the... They well, actually. Thanks for this, Actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tom, can you push your glasses up a little bit when you... So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so, so, obviously, Tom is getting ready for a trivia thing, which we'll talk about in a little yes. while. But uh, yeah, yes. he's, he's, he's getting everything set for that, so he knows all the details about everything. Yeah. He will get oh, nothing but, wrong. Um... <laughs>
1: But, yeah, so, I mean, I'm excited about this, and, and obviously we had the reference to Thrawn in um, uh, the second season of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. with Ahsoka looking for him. So, and, of course, we don't know, you know, obviously that's a considerable uh, time has passed since Rebels between that. So we don't know, like, exactly where she's looking for him, like where he is. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 exciting. It's exciting, I mean, wh- whatever story we get, I'm, I'm looking forward to.
3: I think he's a great fit in the sense that his voice in Rebels was just perfect. Like if he could mm. narrate my life in that <laughs> voice, in that measured sort of just thoughtful tone, like he could be reading a McDonald's menu and it would sound like grand strategy, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and- you know,
2: I had a really hard time with the voice at first. Like I'm used to it now. But both um, Lars' take on it and then um, Mark Thompson in the audiobooks, which does basically the version of the same voice. I, I just had a really hard time with that kind of whole slurred. I'm like, what is he drunk? Really? What's going on there? I, I got used to it. But like okay. initially, I'm like, oh, oh, like I was physically cringing for about the first 20 seconds.
3: Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I like it because it was a deviation from the standard sort of British, like proper yes. British accent that we mm. are used to with other imperial officers. And it sort of, at least in an, uh, an audio sense, did this clear, uh, you know, made a clear difference between him being from some other world mm-hmm. and, and right. not a... Uh, cut from the same cloth as the rest of the Imperials and then the normal Imperial officers. I also think, I I think folks are going to have to strap in. I think largely, uh, you know, he's got the sort of features that, that make Thrawn, Thrawn, namely that the high cheekbones, I would have preferred Mads to be in the role, but obviously he can't do that. The fact that he's got a brother that's a year apart and did the voice. I mean, like, that's that's fate. If there ever was anything, mm. or maybe the force, and so, I, but I think people, much like Ahsoka, are going to have to get ready, just like they did with Rebels, to adjust to a different appearance uh, of him on screen. I think I I don't think they're going to they're certainly not going to capture the the Rebels look. And Filoni's whole thing was like, this is a stylized version of. The galaxy, right? Don't get too fixated on what you see on screen right. in any animated show because it's just, that's what it is. Right. And so I think it's, that's going to take some adjustment, but they've got the the right guy in my mind to do it.
0: Yeah. yeah are we concerned at all that they didn't find a blue skinned actor to play? Oh, I mean, oh. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, would, I won't go there.
2: You just, you had, you had to <laughs> I cause know, a problem, sorry.
0: I, I, didn't you, Lou? I, 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 I saw mean, the anthill hill
3: and wanted to kick it over, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. The, there are a lot of Pantorans out there that are really upset about this cast. <laughs> Denied an opportunity.
2: I'm, I mean, if this is true, I'm happy about it. Of all the people that were listed, my top two picks were him and Matt Smith, uh, who was rumored uh, a while back, haven't heard his name recently mm-hmm. on it, though. Oh. Um... Yeah, i mean even robert downey jr was rumored at one point and and that was one i, I kind Which of thought back against rumor
0: yeah that would Yeah, some me.
1: people really like as, as i love rdj that's yeah just, yeah, you yeah know, no i'm way. a big
2: fan but just too distracting like i don't want yeah. you know i i keep saying i i look at the jedi council in episode one and i see yoda and adi mundi and yaddle and you know all these other people and then uh samuel l jackson i don't see mace windu i see sam jackson and i don't want mm. that to be thrown i want Thrawn to be someone I, I i don't immediately recognize
0: um right it's good to have somebody who's not unknown but right less visible than like an rdj right. yeah
2: and he's clearly talented i mean obviously he's got the voice because he is the voice um mm-hmm. yeah no i'm if this is true and i have every reason to believe it is i'm thrilled uh, this is great news he did what 17 episodes of rebels a lot of Thrawn, yeah, yeah, a lot of
0: yeah. Thrawn, yeah. Okay, good. Well, let, let's keep our fingers crossed for that. And as we get more information about the Ahsoka series when it comes out, I'm sure we'll hear more. Uh, let's see some network announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric, we have a new show logo. We do. We in fact, if you're sh- watching this right
2: now on YouTube, down here in the corner, right behind my little R2D2 guy here, you'll see the new logo for Force Shatter, designed by someone who is in the chat room right now as I speak. Uh, we call him Tech because his full name is, it's not quite uh, family inappropriate, but it's kind of a pun that <laughs> kind of is. So to be safe, we just kind of steer away from it. It's like not that bad, but, you know, but uh, we just refer to him as Tech. And uh, he made this brilliant logo for us. We love it. Um, it's fantastic. It really is. And uh, yeah. th- this is the first time we actually get to show it off. This is the debut of the logo. Even most of our staff haven't seen this
0: logo yet. And. Uh, true. It, it's. I'm looking forward to getting my, my shirt and sweatshirt. With that logo yes. That. yes,
2: I am, too. And uh, is excellent. And, and tech, we're, we're going to send you mug a little something with a logo on it, too. So uh, thank you very much for that. We are so grateful. Um, but th- And that also brings us to the other point, as people should know by now. Um, Force Chatter is here. It's new. Episode one. And it is a conglomeration of. That's a big word. An am- amalgamation Amalgamation. Yeah. It's a, a blend of, of all of the previous Star Wars shows together. So we're still doing what we did on Echo Base. We're still doing what we did mm. on the Outer Rim. Um, we're gonna be doing even more because this now like if we wanna do a couple of short episodes or review the next trailer that comes out for the Bad Batch or something like that, we don't have to release it as a special, we don't have to like have a whole new show, like a podcast name for like quick little episodes. It's all just force chatter. It's all just one branding, one show, one uh, playlist in YouTube, um, all that. So it's gonna be simpler for you guys. If you're following the audio podcast, just stay in the feed you're in right now. If you've got the whole random chatter network, you'll automatically get this. If you're just subscribing to the shows individually, both Echo Base and Outer Rim should point directly into this new RSS feed. Um, you should very shortly get automatically redirected in iTunes. All of that stuff should be automated. If you have any questions about it, any difficulties um, <clears throat> difficulties with it, ironic that that's the word I tripped up on difficulties. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Hit us up in Discord or email us um, admin at randomchatter.com um, or Lou at randomchatter.com. We'll let Lou deal with it. He doesn't have enough to do with his life so we'll <laughs> fix the, the technical yeah. stuff but that's it so sure, welcome can, first can, episode of force chatter and you're here at the beginning of it so congratulations to you too
0: there you go uh now we also have something else and one of our members here on, on this podcast with us tonight is is getting ready for a pretty heavy duty um trivia Hope Tom, why don't you why don't you take take it? Yeah, Tom, you got to bone up your your skills. Oh jeez. So. No, <laughs> so what what exactly are you doing? <laughs> where, where can people uh, get more information about this and follow you and see how great you really
3: are? Yeah, it's, this is the fr- traditionally I do trivia at a high level at DragonCon, which if you want to see it, you have to be at DragonCon, which is sort of prohibitive. For many folks, Um, this is the first opportunity I've had. I've been chasing this opportunity for a few years now. It's with uh, the Schmodown. So if you're not familiar with it, uh, this is a sort of a movie trivia league that's styled. It has like a a, an undercurrent of uh, like wrestling in it where you've got characters. Not everybody plays a character or anything like that, but you've got sort of rivalries and matchups but the league itself has been around for a number of years. It's grown in popularity, but they have different divisions and uh, star Wars is its own division. And I finally get the chance this year to compete in it. And on Friday night, this, this upcoming Friday, the 29th, they'll have a draft. So there are eight, what they call factions. So teams uh, that each have 12 roster slots that uh, for trivia players. And, the manager of each one of those factions will get a chance, just like in the, you know, in a pro sports draft, to go through each round and they'll have a pick, and they get to pick a player. If they pick a, uh, depending on how their roster is filling out, uh, that's going to dictate their strategy as to who they pick up. So I don't know where I'm going to land in it. Uh, I think myself and the the two other folks from Dragon DragonCon um, are at least coming in with a Good reputation since we we do trivia every year on this level, but it, it'll be exciting. I don't know when my matches will be, but I know that uh, the draft is Friday night. So if you want to tune in, it's it's it'll be on YouTube on uh, the Schmodown Entertainment Network. They'll they'll stream it live uh, at starting at eight p.m. Eastern time. So come see where I land, and then. Uh, we can all root for my faction together and hope that I don't get smashed in my first match. Absolutely, <laughs> Very cool. I love that they're called factions, not teams. I
2: think this is a De- definitely a little more um, aggressive that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, be sure to hop into Discord or give one of us a heads up a little bit before the match and we will post a link to yeah. it. We'll, we'll uh, hop into the On The Air channel in the Discord server if you don't. And we'll post a link sure. and make sure everybody can hop in and, and watch Absolutely. and cheer you on. Because you will make no mistakes. <laughs> There's an intense, deep glare there at you that Fate. our audio Fate. listeners <laughs> one, aren't getting. One
3: fatal mistake. I'll have the the uh, exhaust port and somebody will exploit it and yeah. destroy me at the, <laughs> at the very end. <laughs> no, He's cruising to a victory. Nothing can stop him now. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 do have
1: um, some other news involving Tom um, later this week. Uh, Tom is experiencing uh, the anniversary of another day of his birth. <laughs> You're old. <laughs> <laughs> or another well the anniversary of another year of his birth actually yes uh so your birth
2: oh, took a year birthday, buddy oh thank you Dude, your mom must I hate you a-
3: normally i do it in nine months but uh oh. you know this year with the pandemic it, it got like you know stretched out a little bit so it took 12 yeah. but yeah you know we're we're not going to have the sort of gungan style like celebration uh like you see in in feed and the phantom menace it'll be a little <laughs> more scaled down uh but we'll see it'll be fun you have a uh,
2: birthday anniversary thing this week, too, don't you,
3: Tim?
0: We've got Tim. You, yours, is I before do. mine. And, and yes, and Eric's is coming up too soon, right? Yes,
2: and Lou doesn't have one this week, but then Lou's so old that he doesn't need more, so um I, I think that's pretty fair. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll you put mine off until the end of the year. We're, yeah.
2: we're all we're, the three of us are, are combining ours. To try to catch up with Lou, so we figured in about another 40 or 50 years, <laughs> oh, please, we'll be close. Please,
0: I'm not that old. I don't you know. You guys pass me with all three of you combined. Anyway, um, so it, even though we have a new show, we have the same contact information we've always had. Um, keep, up with, keep up with us on Twitter, at Random Chatter, uh, also at Force Chatter. Um, if you want to join our Discord server, we'd love you to be there and, and talk with us, um, you know, about all the shows we do and everything else. Uh, randomchat.com slash Discord. And, of course, uh, now that we have a YouTube channel and doing video shows, we'd love you to be there and like and subscribe to our YouTube channel randomchat.com slash YouTube. And now back to our news. Um, one of the guys that we all love, um, actor in in Star Wars, uh, Alan Tudyk, is... is was going to be part of the, the Endor series. And we were all excited about this because he plays K2SO and we've loved that character in, in, in the movie. Um, but he's not going to be in the series right away. Right. So I guess there was some changing of the timeline in the, in the season. They've gone back a little more in time than, uh, they originally had planned on, uh, before, um, Cassian is hooked up with K2SO. Um, so unfortunately, we're not going to get to see Alan Tudyk in season one um, just for other things. You can check him out on, on Resident Alien. It starts on Sci-Fi Channel on, I think, on the 27th of this month um, as far as uh, seeing him in stuff. But um, uh, you, are you guys um, sad like I am about Alan Tudyk not being in season one of A- uh, Andor? Eric? A little wow. bit. That's the only reason I was going to watch.
3: <laughs> we're writing it off now i mean you know it, that,
2: that uh there's a tv series coming out called watching paint dry and i wasn't gonna watch it until i heard alan tudyk is the one painting and i thought Psh, yeah i'm in i'd watch that <laughs> wow i mean it's alan tudyk how can you not have him in whatever project you're doing? you know lord of the rings put alan tudyk in it game of thrones pe- prequel put alan tudyk in it like he just he makes everything better Why would you then take him out unless, unless it is so that later when you do put him in, like you, you had that example of, of what the world was like without him. And then upon his glorious entrance to the series, people are like, (laughs) oh, thank goodness. And it's just like the sigh of relief going out across the world as they realize you know, is that, it's like a whole thing. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Well, now that it's gone, it, it builds up that tension. And, and then when he's arrived, the whole world is just a better place. COVID will be done. That you, There'll be world
0: you peace. You are really putting Alan on a pedestal here. I mean. <laughs> you've met the guy. I mean, right? Pretty, pretty. Yeah. 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 Right. It's Alan.
1: I, I, I would have been fine if if, you know, obviously they kind of warmed up to the introduction, you know, maybe the third or fourth episode or something having K2SO come in. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a bummer that like, he's not going to be there for the entire first season. It really is. But then also the, so the other bit of news out of this, I guess, is that there's going to be more than one season. Uh,
2: that's not confirmed. And even Mm. he said, um, you know, I'm, uh, this is not me saying that there's another season. If there is another season, that's where I'm going to be oh right there's a quote right. here one of us should read it probably this is from collider oh i guess i'll read it since i brought it up yeah go ahead uh so alan tudick said they're shooting it right now i'm not in it but if it stays on the air stories keep getting told i'll end up in there i'm going to be in the show it's just that the story that tony gilroy is telling he's the showrunner um the story that tony is telling doesn't involve k2so until later on I can't be too specific, but I can definitely say that I'm not going to be in the first season. So like, it's not a confirmation of the second season. It is a confirmation that he will be in it at some point. It's a confirmation that
0: if if they get that far,
2: um, the story doesn't involve K2SO until later on, meaning it does eventually involve him. He won't be in season one. So all of the extrapolation from this is that there has to be a season two.
3: Right. At least as far as Gilroy has the vision for it. And yeah. Then, yeah. True. They've you got know, like anything. Process so in, it's you know, tentative, on which, a, on a which I like. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact that they've got this this plan laid out. Now, I, I like to I'll look at this as a glass half full that mm-hmm. uh, they have at least enough confidence in what he's made so far that they've been comfortable backing up the timeline, whether that in reality is driven because he says, Hey, uh, this, the story that I want to tell doesn't fit in the timeline that you've given me. So we need to back it up. Yeah, that might be, but I like to think that, Hey, they, they really like the product that they're seeing put together. They think this is going to do gangbusters. Let's, let's give a little more breathing room so we can squeeze some more story in as opposed Mm -hmm. to trying to ramrod, you know, three, four seasons into a tiny little period and have people sort of scratching their heads. Yeah,
2: and that's kind of, so there are two different um, theories on this, and they may actually both be the case. One is that they want to go a little bit earlier with the story, which then gives them more room to tell more story, which is good. And then the other one is that with COVID and how it's been affecting production and everything, Alan Tudyk doing um, Resident Alien, there might have been some conflicts there, schedule-wise. Um, but then I don't know anything about when the Resident Alien production was done. Resident the pilot Alien, aired like a long time ago, didn't it?
0: Wasn't it? Well, like, well, the, yeah, production has been done for a while okay. because they aired episode one at New York Comic Con 2019.
2: Okay, so um, they've been holding off on. Episode.
0: it wasn't finished for you know final touches on CGI and stuff. Okay. But so there probably wasn't much overlap there. I wouldn't think okay. so. All right.
2: So, so they probably just wanted to go earlier with um, with Cassian and story.
0: Yeah. And that's which to Tom's point, I think, good. is a good thing. If they want to give themselves more room to tell more story, that's great. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, yeah uh, I mean I, I I guess there is a story for Cassie. I mean, kind of the story that was alluded to in Rogue One of, you know, his his past past. Before he does come because presumably he picks up K2 when he's with the rebellion uh, and it's the rebellion that reprograms him and such. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I guess if this goes to his time, you know, either before the rebellion or or just getting into it or something like that. OK, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. Uh, yeah, it, it's a little bit of a bummer that K2 is not going to be there, but I suppose it does open up some more potential for story.
2: Yeah. Hey, the sooner they can get to Thrawn, the better. That's all I'm saying. Whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean we, we have a, we have a trilogy coming up. That's what we so should have had. We should have had Alan Tudyk as
1: Thrawn. Trilogy.
0: <laughs> no, yes. I, don't,
1: I don't see that.
3: <laughs> uh, only it's if perfection. Thrawn would, only if Thrawn would wear a Hawaiian shirt. Maybe it's, I'd be down for Captain that. Pallan. You know, you don't know what happened after mm-hmm. those Pergil jumped them out of there. You That's could have true. Into some wild I have yeah. totally
0: lost control, haven't I? <laughs> yep. We're talking about Thrawn and Hawaiian children. <laughs> Did shirts. you have, I control? have control? I mean, no, yeah. I'm actually really wondering. There, there's actual not Thrawn really.
2: news, Lou. I don't know what thought made you think that,
0: like, uh, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of other television properties that are doing well for Star Wars, um, The Mandalorian, uh, the finale, hit number one on Nielsen's streaming top 10. That's good news. I mean, we have yeah, to go to the streaming guess. stuff now because you know everything's streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, the uh, Mandalorian had 1.3 billion minutes streamed. That's a lot mm-hmm. of minutes. H- how many? Uh, how many minutes were in the episode? Oh, no, I'm not doing math. <laughs> yeah, no, <I'm> <laughs> not, like not when it involves that many minutes, digits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, in comparison, The Office normally tops that list at at 1.3 um 1.31 billion minutes yeah. so at 1.33 a little bit higher you know hey it's, it's doing better than the office which you know i think by anybody's standards is and, pretty and good and
2: let's keep in we, mind this is before the office moved to peacock this is when the office was still on netflix and nothing no. got to number one ahead of the office like that was mm-hmm. the thing and it how, maintained and how amazing is that right i mean the, that,
1: office, the office and friends and both
3: like, yeah you know what but The Office is one of those shows I think people just let run in the background yeah. whereas yeah, sure. this this number for the Mandalorian I think is more impre- especially if it if it's if that number of minutes is just that last episode mm-hmm. um I at 1.33 billion it's got to be the entire season but still that's I think you have a lot less of I I think that's people like butt in seat watching it versus the office where, hey, I'm cooking and I'll put it on in the background. Right. 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 It's it's
0: too new to be background. Right. People are more attentively watching it. Three and Catholics. I will
3: say we – I don't know when we're going to expect our check, but we, we – the four of us accounted for 1.3 billion of those minutes. So I assume – uh, I was going to uh, ask listeners. how many we did. So interestingly enough, um, you know,
0: in this article we linked to, this is on theforce.net, um, it says here are the top 10 streaming shows as they placed. It says the Mandalorian Disney Plus 16 episodes had 1.33 um, – 1.336 billion minutes. The office that's one hundred and ninety two episodes had one point three one one. That's another good point. Wow. So I mean, sixteen episodes versus one hundred and ninety two episodes. That that, that's huge.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. If I'm interpreting that right.
3: (laughs) So. Well, that office number is mostly episodes with Star Wars references in it. (laughs) Cross pollination there. Dwight dressing up as a Sith.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Disney's got to be happy about that. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so we have a new book announced. Um, this is a this, this is an interesting concept—a biography book uh, written by um, Kristen Baver, and she's writing this as if the characters are real people. Wait, they're not. Which, made... which I think is a fascinating Wait, take. Whoa, on whoa, us. hold up.
3: Uh, Wait,
0: what yeah, are you I saying, don't... Lou? That yeah, doesn't compute. Do, you... do we, do we, do we about, have though? do we have to go over this again, guys? There, you you saw. They're...
2: They're, Luke, they're, they're right in the documentary. Like, you've seen... How many times have you watched that documentary, Lou? You see him. That's... He's real. True.
3: True. These are... The movies are all documentaries How could it not themselves. be real?
2: So, the documentary the that
3: happens thing, Lou, 30 wow. years wow. later? Is that isn't real.
0: Luke Skywalker's 30 oh. years older, Lou. Do the math. Oh, I, I have totally lost control. Once again, I thought it was back on no. track. Obviously, so there's going to be a biography. I mean... um. Now, guys, it, it never mind. Um. We broke Lou. This <laughs> is so awesome. So, so, so anyway, yeah, we have a biography coming out about real people in a galaxy far, far That's away good. that, you know, is there. Yeah. Uh, so this is from DK dark Publishing. Dark. He's gonna com- no, I don't think so. He's not a Skywalker. You have to check so, the footnotes. So, so the, the biography is Skywalker, a family at war. Um, and it's covering, I guess, everybody who has the name Skywalker and taking it. On themselves to become a Skywalker, I guess. Um, so, I mean, this is from DK Publishing. Comes out later in the spring, I guess. Did they give a date. I forget. Uh, no, they just
1: generally in the spring. Mm. But yeah, so this is going to start with uh, Shmi, go to Anakin, um, uh, obviously Luke, Ben, and uh, and even Ray, because Ray mm-hmm. kind of a- a- adopted the name. She takes so. on a name,
2: yeah, and, and yeah, and Leia.
1: Oh, and Lee. I'm sorry. Layout, yeah. That's right. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a you know pretty pretty considerable thing, and I and I, I think it's cool to kind of do this as a as a biography. Yeah. Um, and mm. you know, it, it says that it it obviously references everything that's canonical. So I don't know that they're necessarily going to be putting anything new in there, but it at least gives us all that information in one place, especially since we've had, you know, like the Leia book, which is by the way, folks, a really, really good book, a uh, young adult book. It's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you've, you've got all these other offshoot things that like are off of the movies that people may not have uh, been aware of or that aware of or whatever. So
3: I, I think it's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, A, if you don't know Kristen, she does This Week in Star Wars on the Mm -hmm. Star Wars YouTube channel, which is really great. She's just a delightful person. But to Tim's point, rather than going on and being overwhelmed by the Wikipedia articles (laughs) for each of these characters, I love a good reference book. And I love some of the the books that I love the most are the ones that take this sort of unique bend on things. So like Pablo Hidalgo's... Propaganda book, which mm. sort of weaves the story of you know pieces of art and from a different lens, or uh, like the Jason C. Fry like uh, Warfare of Star Wars, where it's taking sort of a, a serious look. They, they've done this before in different contexts, but the the ability to encapsulate the Skywalker saga in a book like this is awesome. I think you are going to get little tidbits here and there of stuff. You may get some unique art for things that you haven't mm. seen before, something that yep. maybe popped up in a book or was talked about, but you've never seen before. That's always a unique feature. So I, I'll i be picking this up. I'm a sucker for a good, unique reference book.
2: Yeah, like this. I agree with you. You know, sometimes reference mm-hmm. books can be kind of dry. And even the interesting ones, a lot of times you skim over the paragraphs and, and just isolate the one or two sentences that contain things you don't know. Um, and you look at the pictures. Yeah. Uh, something that is a biography, it's a little bit more narrative. And I mean, how many times have we rewatched the movies too? I mean, this is basically, we're getting that same content that we like to go back and revisit, but we're getting it in a a new way. So that's a benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think this is cool.
0: You guys looking for another way to spend your hard-earned cash on Star Wars stuff? Yes. Do
2: they finally have products for seventy-five cents?
0: Because no. I... Oh. Well,
1: then no. <laughs> Are they finally selling Black Series figures in store? <laughs> oh, that was that was a good one. <laughs> that's good. That, that was funny. Good, yeah.
0: Although uh, you know, so, so the link we're talking about here is uh, is a new wait merchant. What? what? I can get a PS Five. Not in Star Wars. Is that what Lou's getting Neither. us off for our birthdays? <laughs> Thanks, Lou. That's
2: You're so Maybe awesome. You I take have. back
0: all those old references I've ever made, which are numerous. You know, I, in my attic, I found my PS3 and my PS2. I'm going to put them together in a box and send you a PS5. No, no, no. You, you, they, they don't add up like that. They, they do. They that, do. That's actually they good, Lou. I that like that. Add. It was somebody else. I think Tim had told me that before. Uh, oh, you can send it together. Anyway, um, so we have a new Star Wars merchandise program uh, in conjunction with Amazon, which I was kind of surprised about. Um, it's like an Amazon store for Star Wars stuff. Finally.
1: yeah. And quite uh, but, literally, you go to Amazon.com slash Star Wars. Yep. And there you are. If only
2: we had birthdays it, coming up soon. Do you have a gift list all set up? Actually, I I do. We could post <laughs> it here and people it could totally get us is, birthday presents um, and we could post it right here in the chat. You,
0: you could yeah. It'd be a little self-serving. So, uh, it's called adventure across the galaxy. And, and like I said, it is amazon.com. Um, it's a store just for star Wars stuff. And they do have a links down below as you scroll down the page for, you know, Lego and Disney stuff and Mando Mondays. And, and of course the one I clicked on was, was the, uh, there was a black series link. I was like, Ooh, that's really cool. I can just order Black Series stuff here and not, and then I'm like, okay, so everything is like really overpriced. I, I don't know. <sighs> are um, they? Most Black Series figures here are going for like 27, 37. Oh, Ooh, oh wow. okay. What but keep in mind sell?
2: that those still yeah. might also be through third-party sellers too, and they're just listing yeah, all of I'm the different su- items. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they yeah. are. Now, right, did you but... go to the the special store that they had? So when you go to amazon.com, let me pull it up here. And I I wish I'd, if I'd prepared this in advance, I could have pulled it up on our YouTube stream, but amazon.com slash Star Wars. So I want to make sure I'm describing this correctly. Okay, so the Star Wars Adventure Across the Galaxy banner that comes up at the top Mm -hmm. when you do that. So down below, you've got all the items that you were just talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you click on that banner, It gives you a little bit of an explanation of of what they're doing in each, I think it's each month. Yeah, if you scroll down about halfway down the page. So for January, they're focused on Hoth. And so as part of this store, they have a bunch of brand new Hoth-based Funko Pops. Hoth-based designs that you can get on T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, things like that. Um, They've got some older products too, like they've got Lost Stars in here. but they've got um, the Black Series uh, Hoth Rebel Trooper and a new um, Luke and, and Han from Hoth. They've, they've got uh, posters and a uh, little chewy Funko Pop where he's hopping up from behind the little snow hill for the probe droid to shoot at him, which they also have in here. They, they've got um, uh, Princess Leia at one of the comm stations in Echo Base phone cases so it's uh, it's all hoth centered for the month of january which ends in a few days uh and then next month presumably they're going to have a different i don't know if it's going to be a different planet or just a different time period or a different focus but it's supposed to be themed to plan okay so think of it okay, almost like
1: they've announced it out. the
2: smugglers bounty thing that funko pop used to do that was a subscription service in the sense that every couple of months, they do something different. So this is not a subscription Mm -hmm. service. This is actually a store, but every month they're going to rotate what they're featuring in the store, what's available. Now, I don't know if this Hoth stuff is gonna be limited availability, or if it's just gonna be that then there's gonna be a new focus for February, I don't know. But that is one of the big deals about this new Star Wars uh, section of Amazon, not just the fact that now you can just go to Amazon.com slash Star Wars finally, which is awesome. But there's this um, adventure across the galaxy section.
0: So. Yeah, yep. no, it's pretty, pretty nice that they've done this and kind of separated the stuff out for you. Um, yeah. And, and I think it's great that they're not trying to do this themselves through their own store and go to Amazon. Let them, you know, they obviously do retail online. Well, <laughs> wait, retail wait a minute. Wait that. a minute. Star
1: Wars actually going through a retail outlet to sell a bunch of stuff. <laughs> hmm. Maybe they should consider this for celebration.
0: Maybe, but they still have the celebration store that was open before and now closed. Yeah. Down. Keep, keep the in mind though, year. Tim,
2: that's not Lucasfilm store. That's read pops store that they licensed their products from Lucasfilm in order for Reed pop to sell Reed pop things. Oh I Not know. that there's a problem and with Repop, that. They have every right and to Repop do it. RePop can't even
1: manage their own store. The,
2: so the, the logistics of the traffic flow at the conventions and of the stores and the mechanical and technical difficulties and stuff are definitely something that we could do a four-part podcast series on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. But that notwithstanding,
1: they don't know how to manage their store. There we
2: go. our chance Correct. for getting and press passes for the next the celebration online. convention. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you can also extend it to the online store too. I mean, I pre-ordered some stuff from the celebration store November uh-huh. that is still waiting to be fulfilled. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. So I. We'll see.
1: I, I did just, uh, since I'm here on Amazon.com slash Star Wars, I, I just picked
2: up a uh, Black Series uh, Hoth Rebel Trooper. I'm thinking about picking okay, up the nice. Han Solo. Yeah, the, you know, the Rebel Trooper Black Series looks really good. I'm... Yeah. And, you know, I, I love AdAts, and I really think I'm going to pick up this uh, AdAt poster. There's something about like the angle. I like that one
3: a lot if it's the one I'm thinking yeah the of.
2: angle of the shot of it it's a very action oriented um mm. mm-hmm. painting like I'd, I'd love to know who that artist is and and maybe hopefully they do conventions and stuff I'm gonna pick that up uh as kind of get myself a birthday present I think and again some of there these designs for the um the sweatshirts and the t-shirts are pretty good
0: oh the t-shirts they look good they have the same design with that poster on a t-shirt Wait, too. what do they yeah, and a phone case for well. Gauss
1: Later to on that. in this episode, Eric, mm-hmm. I've got some news for you related to ad ads They have a black some series. They, you
3: might want to see humongous your money. news. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, again, mm. if it costs more than seventy-five cents, there's no money to save. But
3: I do want to say <laughs> they have.
2: A, 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 this might not be new. I don't know. I I don't keep up with the more expensive items that I know I'm not going to get. But they've got a black series snow speeder with Dak Relter. It's so good. A it's 19. Excellent. And I mm-hmm. love, love the snow speeder vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: it's, it's very, very good. The yeah. only downside is it doesn't have electronics on it, but it is beautiful. Yeah. Highly recommend.
2: <sighs> it's so nice looking.
0: <laughs> Anyhow, I'm sorry. I, I can drool over this later. No, no, that's okay. There's all kinds of good stuff to keep looking at and, and, and excited about excited. In fact, you know, I had a black series figure arrive at my doorstep uh friday saturday yeah uh my jar jar came
2: your jar jar Woo-hoo! yeah
0: yeah Everyone that's a big a boy
2: package do you have it, it the, is, do you it have is, a, a picture it's of it
0: large i don't have it here with me oh. no uh...
2: wait that's the one you posted in discord he comes like a surfboard do you see that
0: it's <laughs> It does not a surfboard, surfboard. It's a surfboard. yeah yeah uh, no,
2: they understand that they need to like you know jazz it up a little bit for Jar Jar to get people interested. So they got they, he comes with a surfboard. And it's, I, it's, I hear they're going to do a skateboard
0: beach, too. It's definitely beach theme because he has that limbo stick Right, they, you know, two of the gunkins hold and he's got a limbo underneath it. Yeah, I'm telling you, smart marketing <laughs> Tim there. <is> not looking. <laughs> Tim is not looking happy. Uh, let, let's move right along then. Um, have you guys checked out the first of the digital shorts um, they have on StarWars.com yes. for the. Characters from the High Republic. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, th- this, and we were talking about this the other night uh, on something um, about how the audiobooks, I tend not to get remembering names as well as I could if I read read the book in print yeah. sometimes. So, I, so I totally do it like a second or third time. So, I'm always like, okay, what, what, who is that again? What are the characters? Mm. I think yep. this is great. They're doing these digital shorts. They're they're kind of a, a the first one was just over a minute long. I think it yeah. is. They're very yeah. very digestible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're very quick to quick to take in, um, and giving you the the little you know blips here for like a biography about them helps me in my mind remember who the characters are. Yeah, yeah. which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I agree. They're not really fully animated. They're not like a you know a clip that they would put together. It's mainly still images um, using you know you know panning effects and, and making emotion out of, out of the still images. Um, this first one is on um, Brenna Strode. Uh, she's the main character in the young adult novel, right, or the or the, the children's novel. The first one.
2: What's called the mid grade novel. Yeah, the one that came the, out the same day as Light of the
0: Jedi. She's the main character in that one. Yep. So then I don't know what time frame they're gonna bring these more out. That's the um, only but, thing,
2: uh, they need to do them faster because I agree with you completely. When you're listening to an audiobook, while you're listening to it, it's not that difficult to keep up with things. But with Star Wars, it's a little bit different because we like to to commit those things to long-term memory because they have relevance to a bunch of other uh, pieces of, of media and other stories and trivia and things like that so when you can't see the spelling of a name and you can't just kind of li- mm-hmm. your eyes linger on it for a minute especially because mm-hmm. it's a weird name right it's not like you know right. wade watts from ready player one or something like it, it's <laughs> right, you know right, right. some weird jocasta new or something like that it's not like an actual name. So your eyes linger on it for a minute and your brain kind of burns it in. And then your eyes move along through the passage. You can't do that with an audiobook. So it is, it is a little different in light of the chat. I had so many different characters in it. I'm about halfway through it. It's a good book and I'm enjoying it, but it's,
0: it's tricky. It, it's a little bit mm. difficult. It, I mean, in the audiobooks, I find myself focusing on the the action in my in my mind's eye yeah. right i'm I'm kind of mm. envisioning mm. what's happening and i'm not absorbing the names yeah so and now in the comic books yeah. it's a little
2: easier too but i'm always bad with names anyway even in real life mm. i read the first issue of the comic book and now like if i see the character i'm like oh yeah that's this jedi they do this thing they have this personality still don't remember their name but mm-hmm. you you've still got that visual reference for it um Right. But they need to get these out faster.
0: These almost should have been before yeah. we started into higher. That would have been right? nice give too, me, or, or at least give me a couple people and let me build into main the first characters. Week two, but yeah, mm. yeah
1: I, I do hope that they release more um, in, in soon. You know, I, I'd like to see a higher volume just yeah. because I mean, we are actively reading these books. We're being introduced to these brand new characters right now. Um, and you know, we're, we're kind of getting Im- uh, immersed in these stories, which I'm really enjoying. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I want to know more. And like you said, Lou, they're, they're good reminders. I mean, even though I'm, I'm reading the physical books, it's still nice to see the physical, you know, representation of them, the, the, the artist rendering of them. And, and it mm-hmm. just, yeah, it just kind of helps things.
3: It's a little trickier with the high Republic because unlike everything else that's come, where you have the story tied to some other significant event that's already in your memory, and I think that mm. sort of naturally narrows down the characters, uh, the yep. the range of characters, uh, but it also has this sort of familiar guide rail for your brain. Yeah, you don't have any of that here, mm. and mm-hmm. I think in some ways that uh, you know that makes it a little more difficult. But I'm I'm with you guys. I think that that these little one minute guides are fantastic. I think they need to roll them all out in in sort of short succession yeah. to to sort of uh, keep this momentum going. I think Light Light of the Jedi just hit number one on the New York Times bestseller list. Yes, so the, the momentum is there. Uh, my I can speak to the the comic. The first issue of the High Republic is doing gangbusters. I think it's on its fourth printing right now, which is wow. insane. I don't really think it's that's been crazy. a long time since a Star Wars comic has had uh, that sort of popularity. I'm, I'm trying to think back. Um, and it's the... also
1: big considering that we're in this pandemic and a lot of, you know, physical comic book stores have been shut yeah. down. And so, I mean, yeah. access isn't as big. Yeah, so that's, that's true. Oh, wow, that's big.
3: Yeah, my, my dad's friend runs a comic book shop in North Carolina, one that's been around for a while. And he's had... A lot of uh, he's had to do wheel uh, like trades with other shops to get new Hmm. copies of it in. He he can't keep them on the shelf, and he can't get them from the distributor. So it's it's good to see. Wow,
0: that is good to see. I guess if you've
3: got a copy,
2: make sure it's bagged, bagged and boarded. uh, (laughs) Because
3: yeah, (laughs)
1: wow,
2: yeah. I mean that's so. First of all, that's great news. Just that it's a success. Um, The reception, other than certain channels on youtube you expect to, you know they were already calling it a failure the first day it came out and we're like really like it's been it's two crazy. hours have you read the book yet <laughs> um, aside from people like that i mean the reception's been really good people seem to like it it is a little disorient even the names of the ships like what are they called the vectors the vectors. the fighters
3: they do have yes. art for some of those if you yeah um yeah just sort of concept art style mm-hmm. stuff and i just perhaps I, maybe we can send over the the thing that I just dropped into the chat onto uh, the discord chat, but there's a handy dandy guide out there for light of the Jedi that, that sort of ties some story beats to images of the characters. I, I keep it in my favorites in my, Mm. um, on my phone and I just have it up while I read Mm. the book and every few pages, I'll just glance at it. keep it fresh in my mind i am saving it now and
2: i'm gonna put it yeah that is nice to have yeah i'm gonna put it in um the thing discord the thing the thing thank you for that because like i haven't looked at it (laughs) yet but just like in a thumbnail version Mm -hmm. um that looks like it's gonna be really helpful because i've had a a little bit of a nice little
3: fast reference chart yeah where where was
2: that
0: from tom
3: i saw it on twitter i don't think it's official i think a fan put it together but it's slick Okay, it looks good, and it's got everything you need in it. Yeah, for a quick yeah.
0: reference guide. Awesome. Yeah, I'll have to study that one a little bit more. Okay, um, moving on to gaming. Um, we talked about this last uh, last episode about Lucasfilm games coming back into into play now, and. Um, they've done a lot of stuff in the last few week or last week or so, I guess. Actually, um, laying the groundwork for some new stuff. Um, you know what they're going to be covering, how they're going to be interacting with this, other things out there, uh, other Lucasfilm properties and stuff too. Um, I know this has been a big thing for people that you know getting away from EA. They're still going to be around, but um, bringing more more players uh, in, into the into the mix. What, what do you guys think about? about Lucasfilm games coming back and the direction they're taking so far. Ever
2: since day one, when they announced EA exclusivity, there was just a big massive groan (laughs) let out. I mean, (laughs) EA makes good games uh, when they're not buggy. They're sports games. Yeah, they make good games when they're good games. Like the production level Mm -hmm. is great for the things that A, actually get released, which is problem number one. Number two, for the things that get released intact and aren't full of bugs Mm -hmm. um and then for the things that aren't burdened with microtransactions to the point where you get sick of it and don't want to play it anymore but like if you look back on some of the bigger well-liked games ea makes several of them i mean they are Mm -hmm. they're a big name for a reason but that exclusivity i think is what killed it so first of all them getting rid of uh, disney interactive um, they lost the whole uh, Disney Infinity line, which was making them crazy money. And it was legitimately... Yeah, that was too bad to It see was that a go. good yeah. system. My son loved it. I've still got the little figures. They make good collectibles. They're almost like Star Wars Rebels style or Clone Wars style mm-hmm. versions of classic Star Wars characters. Yeah, yeah I like that. The figures are really yeah. cool. And the game yeah. itself, like if you like kind of the easy lego star wars style video games like that kind of just casual sit down and play it this was like that but better in my opinion like it was a little bit more to it and a little bit more Mm -hmm. interesting but also had a whole sandbox environment to it um so i was really sad to see that go and and just there's been such a lack of of star wars video games for so long we were talking about that Right after the Disney buyout, we're like, what? It's like three years we've gotten one game. What's going on?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I My read on this is that my first reaction to this was, well, weren't they already doing this sort of thing? Isn't that what the story group was for? And then I, I sort of slowly came around to the idea that this is them taking firmer control of the steering wheel. Yes. Uh, I, I think they had part of the story group that was uh, sort of tasked with interfacing with uh the the game companies and making sure that they stayed on some very general guide rail so that they didn't Mm -hmm. you know conflict with other canon or whatnot i don't think with a game like battlefront 2 and the single player they were in the weeds with Aiden versio and the creation of that storyline or whatever and so i would like to think that their involvement will sort of enhance and shape the stories particularly when you get to some of these games like the the this massively open world game and whatnot. um, I'll say Fallen Order, I I compare the two big single player type games that we have. Multiplayer, I don't know what kind of involvement they're going to have on that front. But in terms of story-driven campaigns, I thought Battlefront 2 was relatively weak. I thought it started out fantastically and then just sort of kind of quickly fell apart and just got kind of hit some convenient story tropes. I thought Fallen Order was really fantastic, yeah. but perhaps their thinking is rather than have Fallen Order be the kind of game that's like lightning in a bottle and it's great when you catch it, why don't we take a little more control and try to get that sort of level of quality and everything that rolls out? It's yeah.
2: interesting with the story group is so difficult to describe and is so commonly misunderstood it's almost like they are part of the executive branch of the lucasfilm government and they're not the legislative branch of the lucasfilm government they don't make the rules they don't make the content they are just there to make sure that the people who are making the content don't break the rules so um yeah they they have representatives who are tasked with dealing with ea uh dealing with fantasy flight games for the tabletop games dealing Mm -hmm. with um whatever groups handling the mobile games dealing with uh penguin random house audio dealing with like all of these dealing with hasbro uh anybody who's interacting with star wars they're responsible for making sure that the eyes are dotted the t's are crossed that Ray has the right color of outfit that Mace Windu has the right color of lightsaber that this storyline doesn't conflict with that storyline, but they're not there to say you should do this story. So there's a level of quality control involved there as far as continuity, but there's no quality control from the story group on whether the game is going to be any good.
1: Um, There's, there's no creative input that they have. Correct. And 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 that's the big thing with Lucasfilm games is that it's basically it's project management and it's creative direction. Right. And I think that is what is going to help them tremendously. I'm
2: just glad that they're opening up to more than just EA. The, the fact that EA is no longer exclusive and that other people can start doing video games again yeah. um, and, and that they're back under Lucasfilm games and, and they've got their own mm-hmm. thing and they can bring in different. Projects or subcontract them or whatever it is mm-hmm. they're going to do. Um, it's great, and the fact that we're going to get an open world game. Yeah, that's massive. Th- that that's which
1: we haven't had in a long right. time. Yeah, uh, ever since Star Wars Galaxies.
3: Well, I which mean, we have is
1: almost 20 we have years. Star Wars: The Old, old. Republic hmm um, which is still good oh, which yeah, is yeah, an mmo yeah, both right.
2: it and galaxies were mmos but this is going to be a single player yeah. open game world right so this is going to be something more along the lines of
3: old republics uh, the
2: zelda games um for the nintendo switch or uh mm, like what you just said okay. um okay knights of the old republic or you know any number of it's almost going to be like um jedi fallen order but Even then, it was a little bit linear. This is going to be much more just uh, uh, Skyrim. There you go. Right, right. Think Skyrim, but Star Wars.
1: Plus also the fact that they're doing not just Star Wars stuff. I mean, other things that are Lucasfilm properties. So they just announced the the Indiana Jones game that Bethesda is doing, which I think is fantastic. And I am really looking forward to playing that on my PS5 when I get it in seven years. (laughs)
2: <laughs> what are they calling it uncharted 4 is that what the indiana jones games titled uh i don't know i'm making a joke uncharted was kind of like more modern indie mm. yeah oh and mm. maybe we'll get a yeah, willow yeah, game I... Oh, right. really Crickets. i don't know you, you said other franchises and it's like you every time we say that i keep thinking yeah the other two one that's old and dying and the other that's one that's already true. dead.
3: That's I, I love Indiana Jones but I love that, Willow.
2: I'm 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 just saying, you know. Right. And they but, do have other things. You and, mentioned that. And there's another thing yeah. coming too. Is there uh isn't there Lucasfilm is doing something for Disney Plus that's based on yeah, a they, children's they book series a few or something. Months ago that-
1: Yeah, that they're doing some other property, uh, some other thing. So So they're expanding. It it, it seems that Lucasfilm is expanding, which I think is good for them also. I I think it's a little... uh, Yes, Indiana Jones is there, but also Indiana Jones hasn't done anything in a long time. Yeah. So really, like, Star Wars is the main thing. And to have an entire company just wrapped around that... um, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very focused. And while star Wars is expanding. So, so that's good, but it's still just been so linear. It's, it's not even like, you know, Marvel studios, which has had all sorts of things going on. There's a lot of balls bouncing, but it's like star Wars has just been so, so linear lately. So, um, I think it's good, you know, creatively also for them to kind of flex a little bit more muscle.
0: Okay. Uh, so one of the next stories we have here uh, near and dear to Tim's heart and mine too, because I also like Lego. Um, Tim, why don't you bring us through some rumored releases for uh, Lego for the summer of 2021?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's a list of things that's kind of milling about. Um, of course, we know, we know that we're going to have that uh, UCS Republic gunship. We, we talked about that on, on Echo Base a little while ago. That's been confirmed. They've also confirmed a March release for an Imperial shuttle Um, That's about 660 pieces. So it's a nice size set. Um, I'm tempted. Uh, There is going to be an ultimate collector series R2D2.
2: Don't we already have? I have one in the box still. Is this a different one? This is a different one. This is going to be about 2,100
1: pieces. Um, I mine. don't know what's different between it and the one that came out two years ago that you're talking about, Eric. I have no idea. <laughs> but, it, I, I mean, I guess no. R2s are like, you know, X-Wings and Death Stars. They just keep churning <laughs> more and more of them out all the time. Uh, there is a, uh, an Imperial Troop Transport that's going to come in at around 500 pieces. Another Slave One, because uh, they also need another one of those, too, that's coming in at about 600 pieces. Uh, the big one here, and I mean big, um, and, and we're we're not talking the the uh, Death Star that we <laughs> mentioned on an Echo Base a little while ago. Uh, an Ultimate Collector Series ATAT, coming in at around uh, 6,800 pieces. I was excited about this until I saw the price.
3: More pieces than the Star Destroyer. Is it? By almost a 1,000, I think. Uh, yeah. I
0: was going to ask, how big was that Star Destroyer you built on? There are no Six pictures 59, on this.
3: 5,900? 50, somewhere, wow. somewhere in that neighborhood. So so. This is
0: going to be an impressive
1: set. There are no pictures or anything that are circulating around on no, it. Oh, wait there's, a minute. There's... Yes,
2: there are. <laughs> Which of you can read German? <laughs> wow,
0: Very don't little. all speak up at
2: once. Where's <laughs> Carrie? <laughs> Carrie, are you in the chat room? I've
0: been there most recently.
2: Okay, so... Um, yeah, there's a link here that goes to promobricks.de. D-E is in Deutsch, as in German. Um, and mm-hmm. they at least have the pictures of the boxes. So the Slave 1 does not look very impressive. It looks very kind of 8-bit retro video game quality. Yeah,
1: it, it's a small set at 600
2: um, pieces, the, that's not much. The add at though. So it's kind of like a mosaic of all the different boxes here, but... The mm-hmm. detail on it looks incredible. Like this looks really good. The R two looks pretty much like the existing uh, collector's edition. It looks like maybe a repackaging. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, but the Moff Gideon shuttle and the Adat look just. Oh, here's a video.
1: So yeah, there's there's that uh, there's going to be a bad batch shuttle, uh, which is going to come in at around a thousand pieces. That's a that's a pretty good size set. Nice. Uh, as you mentioned, Moff Gideon's cruiser, um, which mm. should be pretty good. It's, I'm guessing based on the price that they listed, it's probably going to be around 1700 or 1800 pieces. Um, there's a Mandalorian fighter, uh, which again, they didn't release a number of pieces for it, but with the expected price, I'm guessing somewhere around 700 pieces. Uh, and then there is a, uh, Vader's meditation chamber. Which uh, they didn't give any pricing or pieces on it, but you know, it's just kind of one of those uh, single scene set kind of things. Um, I'm really I'm interested in Moff Gideon's cruiser. I I think that is because that's a beautiful ship. Uh, I would love to see that in Lego, and obviously the the Ultimate Collector Series ATAT, which is just incredible. Um, but I don't know that I'm going to spend that much money. That's an awful. That's, lot. Yeah, yeah, it's going to
0: be a big, big price tag. Yeah, you know what like I'm kind of miffed about. Um, yeah, you know, we haven't heard any news about expanding the line of the helmet. Um, there's a rumor. There's a Vader series. helmet coming. I mean, that would make sense, Vader. You know. Yep, it makes. Yep. I mean, they've got a ton of helmet, helmeted of characters, or and or like even C-3PO. Not I that I would want him per se, but you know, those are all things they could do pretty well with this kind of a setup. Um, and I just don't know why they haven't announced more of these. I mean, the only ones they have, they have the three that we had from last year. You know, the Tie Pilot, the Stormtrooper, and Boba Fett. And there's also a Iron Man um, in Lego. The same series of, of heads. But you know, where's the rest of it? Where's the Mudtrooper? Oh my
2: gosh, <laughs> right, this Adat right.
0: is gorgeous.
3: If if I if you're talking about the same image that I saw, it's uh, it's massive. Oh and, my. Gosh, look, looking this is... around the room at where I could fit it.
2: <laughs> no, 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 go back, go back. Play the message back. Wow, yeah, no, that's. Oh. I mean, if I had to choose between that and the UCS Millennium Falcon, I mean, this, this would take up less space because <laughs> it's you know more true. vertical, only hits the ground in in four spots. Uh, <laughs> I mean the. Falcon might be more iconic, but wow, this is uh, like, it doesn't even look like it's Lego. It looks like it's a Hasbro. Does it give you ad-ad. a
0: does it give you scale of how big the thing is finished? No, but you can anywhere, tell I mean, by can the you... pips
2: on, on some oh, of the okay. Lego pieces, it, kind of the scale. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it's.
0: I mean, is it the size of a German shepherd?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a small German shepherd. Um, it, I mean, it's, I, I get why it's that expensive.
1: Okay. Uh, there, So there is uh, Joe in our chat here. He found it on the uh, Lego Ideas website. And uh, so they have they have the concept art for it. So these aren't actual um, pictures. These are just the, the digital mock-ups of it. Mm. And uh, he posted it over in Discord in the Force Chatter uh, channel. And it is pretty incredible.
2: Kimagoid. So the, the, the,
1: the Lego okay. Ideas page, by the way, this is something that, Um, it actually starts off with with fans fans can submit things into lego ideas um, and for it even to be considered they have to have fundamentally engineering builds um, of of the thing up there and then if lego likes it then it can kind of move forward and it goes through several steps before it can even um, before it even gets approved to to go ahead so this is uh, but this is cool this is very interesting Yeah, here's a picture Um, of it
2: to scale built with like a a human being
3: it dwarfs touching it that's the one that i saw
2: yeah um i took a screenshot of it once we're done podcasting i'll post a screenshot in into discord it oh eight hundred (laughs) dollars though i want to cry
0: that's that's the problem with those big
1: sets yeah. yeah and what, what they're talking about here is uh let's see it can move its head side to side it has room for four mini figs the legs and are I... posable at three places so basically the the hip the knee and the 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 ankle um uh let's see yeah they're saying 5400 bricks in this mock-up
2: um, okay so one yeah, says a so lot of bricks get... the other says a lot of bricks so
1: yeah, yeah, that doesn't jive with the release. But again, this is Lego ideas, so this is the
3: concept. Okay. Um, and ideas, anybody can submit Lego ideas. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. They don't necessarily adopt that, and and even the 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 ideas projects that they do adopt, it's Legos. I don't think it's a mm. a complete one to one port of somebody's design. Right. Right. Sure.
1: And and uh, also from the Lego Ideas uh, page here, many figs would include Vader, two app pilots, an Imperial officer with snow gear, Better and Beers. Yeah, it should, it should be <laughs> Beers, uh, and Luke Skywalker in his snow speeder pilot gear. So, yeah, you can pretty, blow uh, it to pretty pieces cool and then
3: put it back together again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty, nice. pretty awesome. So, yeah, there's there's some good things to look forward to. Um, a lot of these are rumored. I have actually heard of uh, some folks who have gotten into, like, extensive detail and leaked pictures and that kind of stuff actually getting pulled by Lego um, when they put these up on, uh, like, from some of the hardcore Lego YouTubers and that kind of stuff, yeah. which is not something Lego usually does. So the thought is that, it's true. These rumors are pretty true uh, or pretty darn close to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's um, – uh, which, which is exciting. That's exciting. Very, there's some, very some cool, cool stuff. Very cool.
0: Okay. La- last couple uh, news topics here just to run out of our show before we get out. We're running a little long here, so we're going to blast through these. Um, there's been a large set built in um, the U.K. for uh, Kenobi. Do you guys check out these aerial shots of this thing? A uh, little town yeah. of uh, like Little, little Marlo. Tatooine
3: town. I like yeah. that all the residents around this do not want Star Wars there. They're just, it's like typical, like small town NIMBY, like not in my yeah, backyard. Bring it yeah. yeah. here, I'll yeah. take it. This amazing production? No, get it right. out of here. I don't like, you're disturbing the deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying a lot of the uh, the townsfolk aren't
1: happy with it. Uh, with many of them complaining, the construction is clogging roads and van with vans and heavy trucks, uh, creating some light pollution, and disturbing wildlife in the town, which is about an hour's drive west of London. Uh, the village's council gave Disney the okay to use a former quarry site that abuts a lake. Uh, filming starts in March, and uh, and that's
2: it. So, yeah,
1: you know.
3: To me.
2: I mean, I'm not saying that stuff doesn't matter, because it does.
1: It, it, yeah, it it certainly does. But uh, the the thing is, is that I mean, at least with how things happen here in the U.S., is that if there's some company that wants to do something like that in a town, usually your like town boards aren't unilaterally making that decision. There's some kind of a, uh, you know, open. Uh, You know open meeting where people Can express their concerns show Their support that kind of thing Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean those you know some states Do referendum votes that Kind of stuff so I have to imagine That they at least had there was an Opportunity for residents to provide some input. Well
2: and additionally a lot of times there's some Sort of a kickback to the community um, Either local jobs That are temporarily created or or Additional taxes or like there's some Mm -hmm. Some benefit I don't know yeah, absolutely. It's easy for us as fans I, to say, down. oh, shut up and stop whining. Mm. Uh,
0: but, <laughs> you know, but it just comes down to the fact that nobody wants anything near anything. You know, it's like, right, I, right. you know, we were going to have a Disney have park something. about
2: 30 minutes down the road here, except all the residents were like, eh, not in our backyard. And I'm like, you know how much money that would bring in? Plus, I wouldn't have to go yeah. all the way to Florida or California to go to Batu. I mean, psh, what's your problem?
3: Very true.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this does make sense. You know, it, it, on a different topic entirely, there was a comedian years ago talking about this, and, you know, nobody, you know, not in my backyard, and I said, well, what about building a prison? And they're like, no, not in my backyard. It's like, no, if somebody escapes, they're not going to hang around. They're, they're taking off. Put a prison in my backyard. That's yeah, fine. it could be <laughs> the safest place. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, oh, Felicity Jones. What article was her this from? from? This is interesting. Um... The the ending scene for Rogue One, you know, the one on the beach with the uh, blinding flash of mm-hmm. destruction. Right before Scotty them. beams them up to safety. <laughs> um wrong franchise. But um <laughs> <laughs> That's how I explained it to my son.
3: <laughs> go on. <laughs> there you
0: go. Um they, they filmed this last scene uh, every day for a week just to get the right lighting. I thought it was kind of cool.
2: Don't they have you Photoshop? Know, um, <laughs> and you cut right,
3: practically After first. they do but they don't have tech to help oh them.
0: yeah okay
3: <laughs> they're long
0: exactly um so i mean I, I think these kind of things are cool with these behind the scenes things you, you you find out from the actors or in in documentaries about what it really took to get a particular yeah. shot and lighting is so mm-hmm. finicky
2: and yet so mm-hmm. vital yeah
0: and yet, the lady was kind of overpowered by that big blast from the Death Star. So. Right. I mean, how much I'm more, more light do you need? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then finally, um, we all love Bill Burr, right?
2: Honestly, I don't know he's that much comedian, about him. Like, I
0: just never followed him. He, he's he's a fun comedian. He's kind of polarizing, but he's a fun comedian to listen to. Okay. He he always has pretty good rants on stuff. And you know, I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for for comedians that that can dish it out as well as take it, and he's he's one of those guys. You know, he he'll throw it back to you and, and kind of go on and on. He was on uh, night Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, I don't know when this aired, um, but I remember seeing the clips of this afterward, and there was, yeah, was a clip that we or had here in, in the show notes. Yeah, about um, the 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 response that fans gave him, um, being a Star Wars character with a Boston accent. Um, <laughs> on screen And you know of course we As fans will complain about anything We don't feel fits our own personal mm-hmm. Agenda mm-hmm. Um, For whatever your personal agenda might be And, and he he came back With um, you know some, some good comments Back to them um, <laughs> This was the stupidest yeah, on, thing On Twitter <laughs> And, and, and in, in, in the show um, Yeah I mean they're complaining About his accent We've never heard a Boston accent in space yeah. Um, what, what really? And then he goes on to talk about all well, the rest of the, you know, bad guys are all British accents. And what about that? What about the fact that they speak English, <laughs> you right. know, yeah. in, in, in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away, you show up and Hey, Hey, and you can understand them perfectly. That it doesn't make any sense. Um, and he had Jimmy just rolling. Uh, at the desk <laughs> it, it was a virtual interview it was done over skype or, or what have you so he wasn't there in in scene with him but um jimmy was just rolling on the floor about this that was fantastic but
2: he pissed off the internet because at the end of his rant of he used the n-word mm. he called us all nerds i did not nerds yeah. yes except ladies and gentlemen I'm he wasn't calling that. us all nerds he was calling the people who were complaining about stupid, nonsensical, stupid stuff, nerds.
3: The
0: nitpicking nerds. Yeah, yeah. I'm not offended, because I'm not
2: one of, I mean, we accept the whole, all the empire being British because there were like hundreds of them and every time one of them spoke, they were British. If hundreds of them had been with the Boston accent, we would have accepted that and the one British accent, everybody would have been like, ow. Okay, so what they have British people in space? Like, it, it, the yeah. <laughs> the roles could just as easily have been reversed. But just we've gotten used to one, and we haven't seen the other yet. But you know, um, alice Sakura from always... Clone Wars had a French accent, and there's no France yeah. in space. True. Um, right. There's been, and he's a former
3: stormtrooper. You you always hear their voice distorted through the the mm-hmm. vocabulator on their helmet. Yeah, you don't right, know what they sound. Right. Where yeah, they, they all sound from. like a Boston accent, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the officers are proper and English, but you think the, the average line soldier, you know, doing the grunt work is no, you know, uh, how many redneck stormtroopers
2: they got? I'm telling you, man,
3: <laughs> I can't <laughs>
2: understand a dang one of them. That would
3: be hysterical.
1: <laughs> That'd be hysterical. Plus, there's humans and there's white humans and black humans and Asian humans and all sorts of stuff. And how in the world are they in the Star Wars universe? That's it's just it's crazy i'm telling you right now
3: i'm telling you right now that the the two troopers that obi-wan tricks on the death star if they'd had their helmets off it'd been like hey man you heard about that new tc-14 yeah a couple of (laughs) that's how that's how they really sounded i'm I'm still
2: waiting for the like the the minnesota manitoba
0: oh
3: gosh that'd be oh yeah look at them
2: cute little droids there eh Oh, for cute.
3: <laughs> That's uh, in, in that fan film Troops. The One of the yeah. yes. sand troopers yes. has that accent. It yeah. is priceless. Yep. It's
0: perfect, too. It works <laughs> really well. Yep. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, guys, that brings us to the f- end of the first episode of Force Chatter number one. Wow. We have a long way to go to get there back into
2: triple digits again.
0: No, we're triple digits. It's zero, zero, 001. We're. we're... <sighs> Yeah, they're, they're leading zeros, Yay. but they're still digits.
2: Yeah, well, they are. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, guys. Well, it. thanks for listening. Um, and like Eric said, but at the beginning of the episode, we're gonna have all the same content just in this one channel for you now. So we'll do news. We'll do deep discussions. Um, you know, we got a lot of stuff to to go over here, talking about the new stuff coming out for all these ten series that Disney's gonna give us over the next few years. Can't wait to dive into those a little bit deeper. Um, but until next time, guys, um, well, we can't close the blast doors anymore. You're not in Echo Base. Sure you
2: can. First, there are blast doors in space, uh, spaceships. There are blast doors awesome. at Echo Base. There's blast doors on the Death Star.
0: May it rest in peace. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is it like a... Um...
2: Uh, Lou, walk outside. I hate to break it to you, my friend, but you're
0: still on Hoth. <laughs> That's true. It's yeah. pretty cold. Yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I was thinking we could space somebody, but we're not really to oh. space them or something. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it under control, Lou. It's not an airlock. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Chat room, thanks for being here. Um, always good to have you guys there with us and uh, had a lot of fun. And, and again, Tech, thanks for the, the awesome logo. Yes.
3: Yeah, thank uh, you very much.
0: Much appreciated.